This is Bob Morris on Desert Horticulture. Today I would like to talk to you about fertilizing trees and shrubs, when to do it, what kind of fertilizer you should use, and how much you should apply. All this and more on today's Desert Horticulture. The question sent to me was, when can I fertilize my newly planted Podocarpus macchi? Podocarpus is an evergreen shrub, and, and it can get quite large, but it's very slow growing. The macchi version, and this is the dwarf version, this is a macchi is popular among, among the homeowners because it, it stays fairly small. Macchi, it's, it's a, surrounded by single quotes, capital M-A-K-I, Podocarpus macchi. They are now three feet tall. When can I fertilize my newly planted? <clears throat> well, whenever you're planting anything from that's new, you want to make sure that there is phosphorus of some sort available to the roots at the time of planting. So if you're using a compost, for instance, that's usually, phosphorus is usually integrated into that compost. So by mixing the phosphorus, the compost, with a planting soil or the soil that's there, you're going to have quite a bit of phosphorus, most likely, at the, uh, around the roots at planting time. And that phosphorus can be there for a couple of years, most likely. So at the planting time, it's very important, whether you're planting trees, shrubs, <clears throat> you're planting to vegetables, whatever it might be, whenever you're planting, it's always good to start with what's called a starter fertilizer, a planter fertilizer, and those fertilizers are typically high in phosphorus, and that can be like monoammonium phosphate, uh, yeah, 16-20-0, they can be in a lot of different forms, but the mineral fertilizers that you want are that you want to make sure are mixed in the soil at the time of planting are going to be high phosphorus fertilizer. So if in the case of your Podocarpus macchi, that's probably was done. Hopefully it was done at the time of planting. You can kind of substitute a little bit uh, by putting some, if you don't think it was added at the time of planting, you can sprinkle some phosphorus on the soil surface with another type of fertilizer. That can be bone meal, for instance, if you're into organics. Or it can be a 16-20-0 or a 16-16-16 fertilizer. A landscape tree and shrub fertilizer, general purpose fertilizer, that will work. And if you start to fertilize these trees and shrubs at continuously with this for several years one application per year, it'll slowly drift down. The phosphorus, the nitrogen will go down into the roots very quickly. That that one is not going to be a problem. The problem is going to be that middle number, that middle number on the mineral fertilizers, which is sometimes called phosphorus, or the phosphorus content. And that should be applied at the time of planting. So it's present when the roots, when the tree roots, tree and shrub roots are there and they're growing and trying to get established. You know, fertilizers are not, they're not like on and off switches. They're not like a light switch. Fertilizers generally will encourage plants to grow in a certain direction or discourage them if it's not present. So, for instance, when you're fertilizing something, if it's growing slowly and you want it to grow faster, 
not the case with Podocarpus because it's a slow-growing shrub to begin with. But in other, like fruit trees, for instance, if you want it to grow faster, you'll give it more fertilizer at the beginning. And you'll notice that by giving it more fertilizer when it's young like that, it'll grow more quickly. It'll grow more. A single application, usually in the in the Mojave Desert, is right just before new growth begins in the spring. So we typically look at the latter part of January, first part of February, as being the application, the primary application time for most fertilizers. Now, I'm going to back up a little bit because that's not true of some of the tender stuff. Uh, We want to delay, like citrus, for instance, citrus in the Las Vegas Valley. If you've had some problem problems in the past with it burning up because it's been damaged by winter cold, then delay your fertilizer applications until after the danger of frost has passed. And that's typically around the first to the middle part of March. You can look at that at at those temperatures, but you you're very safe when you apply a fertilizer if you're afraid of damaging it. Like for instance on bougainvillea or you know, on some of those real tender stuff, some of the cit- many of the citrus types that are very tender and can be damaged during the winter, during the winter cold temperatures. You just delay it because you don't want to encourage growth at a time. Remember I said encourage, encourage growth at a time when it could be frozen. You want to delay it a little bit. But on the other hand, on some of the trees and shrubs that are cold hardy, that can hit, take that winter cold, those winter cold temperatures, then fertilize them quite early in the season. Usually speaking, one fertilizer application per year is enough for most trees and shrubs. Now, there are some exceptions to that. Those that flower, for instance, they could, like roses, for instance, roses could benefit from three or four applications of light applications of fertilizer every year. But generally speaking, on trees and shrubs like Podocarpus macchi, one fertilizer application in the latter part of January, first part of February, is all that's going to be needed. How much to give them? Well, the bag usually states, but the but on the bag, it will give you the maximum amount. And usually, that's about one pound. It's equivalent to about one pound of nitrogen because that's the, that's the nutrient that that worry most people is the nitrogen content of fertilizers. Usually about one pound for every 1,000 square feet of actual fertilizer value, of nitrogen value. So for instance, if you're using 2100, 2100 is about 20% uh, nitrogen. So about five pounds of fertilizer will give you one pound of nitrogen. So the maximum rate that you'd want to apply down of nitrogen, if it's an ammonium sulfate, is going to be uh, is going to be five pounds of that fertilizer. That's maximum. I mean, if the plants are growing quickly, maybe you don't want to give it all of that amount. Maybe you want to cut that fertilizer in half. Maybe you only only want to give it two two and a half pounds of nitrogen per thousand square feet. So what I'm telling you is on the bag of fertilizer, the amount that's given to plants, first of all, I talked about timing, right? 
I talked that the time to apply fertilizer is, if it's a single application only, is typically at the end of January, first part of February in our climate. And if, if you're talking about amount, look at the plant. And the plant will tell you, if you want it to grow faster, give it the maximum amount. If you want to slow it down, if, it, uh, if you don't want it to have it grow as quickly, as rapidly as it can grow, if it's an older plant, if it's an older fruit tree, then maybe you'll want to cut that fertilizer in half. But the amount of fertilizer that you give it will dictate the amount of growth, especially that nitrogen content, that first number on the fertilizer bag. That is what dictates the top growth and how quickly. And remember, bags of fertilizer will tell you the maximum amount, not the ideal amount. The ideal amount of fertilizer to apply, you can only determine that by looking at the plant, by determining whether it needs it or not. I've even gone, in some cases, I've, I've skipped an application because the, the, the fruit trees, for instance, were growing rapidly. They were growing well. Why give it more fertilizer? It's just going to bump it to another level. Why, if, if, if it's growing rapidly? So maybe I'll skip it that year. Maybe I'll skip a fertilizer application if it's doing well. Now, that's that first number we talked about, the nitrogen content. And in many of our compost, of organic fertilizers, the organic fertilizers, when you buy them in a bag, it'll tell you what the first number is going to be. If it's a, if it's a fertilizer, if it's, if it's manufactured to be a soil amendment and not a fertilizer, then it won't, doesn't need to say anything by law. It's not required to tell you what the fertilizer content is. But if it is declared to be a fertilizer, and if they're fertilizer present, then it's got to tell you, by law, it's got to tell you how much nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium are contained inside of it. And typically for trees and shrubs, uh, they'll typically tell you how much to apply per thousand square feet or per tree or whatever it might be. Remember, those are maximum values, okay? So, if you've got a tender plant, then delay that application of that fertilizer. So, instead of, of, of applying it in late January, early February, now the Podocarpus maccae will handle a lot of low temperatures. That's not going to be a problem. But I'm thinking things, things that might be tender, like bougainvillea in the Mojave Desert, or some of the citrus in the Mojave Desert might be a little tender. You want to maybe delay the application of fertilizer, especially if it has nitrogen in it, for a little bit until about when? About the middle of March, first part of March, to make that fertilizer. When you're really confident that there will be no other freezes occurring that winter, go ahead and apply it. If you're confident that nothing's going to occur, after you make that application, you've looked at your weather data, you've looked at your phone, you've looked at the next 10, 20 days, 25 days, uh, and you see that temperatures are warming up. Temperatures are not going to be low anymore. Well, then go ahead and make that application uh, with it because it's going to, that fertilizer application is going to encourage growth. Won't turn it on or off, it will encourage it. So remember, the nitrogen is for the leaf and stem growth. The phosphorus, the second number, the middle number on a fertilizer application, on many of the fertilizers, it's the second number. 
that's going to encourage flowering, fruiting, nutting. It's going to encourage oil content, root growth. So that's why I told you very early that it was important that that fertilizer was applied, a phosphorus fertilizer was applied at the time of planting. If it wasn't, then go back and apply it and scratch it into the soil. If it's the second year, if you don't think there's been, you're not going to hurt anything by putting phosphorus down. Yeah, it, it can it can interfere with some nutrients, but a single application of phosphorus, you're not going to hurt anything. So go ahead, sprinkle it on the surface, and you can scuffle it in with a hoe and get in and water it in really good, and try to push that a little bit lower in the soil. It's can may it may take a couple of years for it to get down low enough, but in the second year when you put another fertilizer application, it's going to chase it down. The first fertilizer, the phosphorus content. Is going the first fertilizer phosphorus application is going to go, it's going to go a couple inches into the soil. The second one is going to be on the surface. Well, the first one is already down a couple of inches, so the first one is going to chase it. After about three years, go ahead and start and and stop. You've you've made your fertilizer application for enhanced root growth if nothing was done at the very beginning. Okay, so make sure you check on that. Um, when you're talking about plants, and the Podocarpus macchi isn't in that group, so on Podocarpus macchi, you've you've went ahead and fertilized it. You know, it was her comment. the The questioner's comment was, "How soon?" It was three feet tall. It was just planted. Well, if it was just planted, then it, if it was a fertilizer was made. At the time of planting, fertilizer application was made at the time of planting. Nothing's needed the first year. So wait until the next year and then every year after that. And when is the best time? Usually in the late spring is the best time to make a fertilizer on Podocarpus macchi. It's cold tolerant. It's evergreen. It's going. It doesn't fl- have flowers that you have to worry about. All of those things. Now, roses are a little bit different. Roses are different because they they will bloom at different times of the year and you are, want to encourage flower production that means for flower production that means phosphorus is going to be very important so a phosphorus for, and that's true of, of vegetables too that flower and fruit like tomatoes and and uh, zucchini and uh, and peppers and eggplant and all of those all of those vegetables that you harvest for the flowers and fruit you're going to need those. You're going to need a, a, a moderately high phosphorus content fertilizer. Does Podocarpus macchi? No, it doesn't have any flowers. It's uh, it's evergreen. It it see. So you don't really have to worry about the phosphorus content of that of that uh, fertilizer. You don't have to worry about that. So don't don't worry about it. If it's evergreen and then you just you just want it to be green, then nitrogen is most important. But remember. That last, that third number, that potassium level, is is very confusing because you don't see a reaction to the plant only if there is not enough put down, and it's really hard to see if potassium is a problem. Remember, nitrogen first, second is phosphorus, third is potassium. So on the potassium, I always you're never going to go short on potassium. It's not in a lot of fertilizers. It's hard to come by. But it's very, very important for heat tolerance, cold tolerance, and a lot of different stuff. 
it just general overall health. It's very, very important for the plant. So what are these ratios? Are oh, there different ratios for different things? Lawn fertilizers, what is it? You want mostly green, right? So it's high in nitrogen, very low in phosphorus, and high, moderately high to high in potassium. It's got a curve that goes down in the center on the phosphorus and curves back up with potassium and, and nitrogen. That's what you want. What about fruit trees? Well, they're going to be similar to, to uh, they're going to be similar to, to a lawn, not to a lawn, but to roses, for instance. So a fertilizer that's similar to roses is going to be also good for fruit trees. It's going to be good for tomatoes. It's going to be good for eggplant. It's going to be good for all those vegetables. So when you when you Mapodocarpus macai is a different animal. It's a different kind of plant. It's all green. So we don't have to worry about the flowers. Phosphorus is not that important for it, but it's important for establishment when it first grows, for root establishment. After that, hey, you can just use use a high nitrogen fertilizer on the Podocarpus macai, and it's going to be happy. So remember, what you want to do is delay applications of fertilizer if the plants are going to be tender to the winter temperatures. Delay it until when? Delay it until about the first part of March or whenever you're comfortable and confident you're not going to get any more freezing temperatures. Then you don't have to worry about it again until the fall, until late fall when it might freeze again. You don't want to fertilize after on these tender plants, on these very tender plants, winter tender plants, you don't want to fertilize them again until after about, let's say, July or August 1. Around that time frame, uh-uh-uh, don't put any more fertilizer down because you might encourage it to be winter tender. So you want to really hold off. You get your, if, if you need an application or two applications, get it done before July 1 or August 1 and let it use up that stuff, especially the nitrogen. Let it use up that fertilizer before the winter cold temperatures start to hit. Okay? And remember, if they're flowering and if they're flowering and fruiting, you might need more than a single application. Just depends on the plant. Okay, I hear that bell. I hear those whistles. I hear those that music, musical notes occurring. So, I'll talk to you again next year. Next year? No, the next time. Bye bye. Look for me on my blog, Extreme Horticulture of the Desert. That's starting with an X. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. 